0: I'm Ivan Fairhall, CEO of Mawson Gold. Mawson's listed on the TSX and we're developing the, co- the Rayplot Gold Cobalt project in Finland. We've just released a PEA out. Mawson also owns 60% of the Southern Cross uh, Gold, which is an ASX listed spin out. And um, yeah, we're uh, moving the project forward.
1: Brilliant. Uh, Ivan, good to see you. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I guess let's, let's start with the numbers uh, on, on, the, on the PEA. Uh, and then get into the so what? What does this mean? What do you do next? So, let's, let's hit, hit me with some of those uh, top line numbers if you don't mind.
0: Sure. Yeah, we've released the results of the PEA last week and, and it's got a $211 million US market cap rate. We, you know, we've been able to peg a value on the asset for the first time ever. This is the first time economics have ever been run over the project, and that's a 5% discount rate US dollar, $211 after tax. 27% IRR and $191 million initial CapEx. Importantly, it's, it's got quite a low cost base. Uh, we've got all-in sustaining costs of $824 an ounce, and that's been driven by quite a high resource efficiency. We're extracting a lot of the resource, uh, and we've got very high recoveries, and we have a, a, we're in a jurisdiction and a location and have an all-body geometry that helps drive low costs. And, uh, and, a low, and the low and the high gold recoveries drive low all-in sustaining costs on a, you know, on a unit of gold. Production basis. And when you put all those things together, you've got quite an attractive set of project economics as a starter project for us at Ray and Plot.
1: Okay. Well, explain, explain this to me because, um, and I want, I want to kind of pick you up on it because lots of companies are doing it. And I've seen people come in at higher, but you're, you you've done the uh, MPV5 based on 1700 gold. I appreciate it's a moving target at the moment, but that says you've got a, you've got a sense of how you'd like to portray and project the company's um, value today and into the future so why 1700
0: so I, I, I did the analysis I looked at every gold project that's been um, that's been uh, all the studies that have been done recently and and I wanted to be at the right part of the peer group at the end of the day you know these things are important for investors to understand things in an absolute sense but it's also the relative you're able to compare projects on a relative basis and and we're not using the highest gold price we're not using the lowest. Uh, and I think we're sitting at the right point in the peer group, and um, yeah, we just we looked at the we let the numbers do the talking, really. Okay,
1: on, on so media. so like for like, it's so th- it was a con- it was a conscious decision. Not not trying to kid anyone. It's just that if everyone else is doing it, why shouldn't we? Yeah. That's right. Yep. Okay. Fine. No problemo. It's just that sometimes that you're retail looking in, they've kind of forget to look at those numbers. And some, you know, sometimes companies are using 2000. Believe me, we've had a company come in recently and do that. Uh, and, and others are sort of doing a discount to what would the, the, the day price. So, um, PA is a good start, but as I indicated at the, at the beginning, it's now a kind of so what? So what does that mean for, for you? What does it mean for your shareholders? And, um, you know, how should people looking at you view this company in relation to, let's say, some of the other, um, you know, early stage exploration companies?
0: Yeah, look, I think it's a really important point and, and and probably the thing that really we want people to understand the most. Like, in my experience, and, and I think is often true, companies go to this PEA stage when they run out of options and that they've sort of, because they're often run by geologists, that's what they like to do. And it's sort of like, well, we've got what we've got, and uh and now uh, well what you know what does it look like economically and, and that's just not how i view the world it's not how we like to view the world we've got a project that you know we've, we've got some mass around it's like well, wait, right, you know what do the economics look like what how does this thing work what's important um we also needed to move the permitting process forward like permitting de-risking project permitting everywhere in the world and, and ourselves included um move those things forward and, and we've started our EIA process in Finland and, and and they're actually on us saying, um, you know, come on guys, like, tell us more. And it's here pretty, I think I might've mentioned in a previous call, like it's pretty hard to permit a project you can't describe or you can't write down. And so that it unlocks a path of permitting. And what it does is now we've got some economics and we know the value of finding more. So, you know, if I'd gone to an investor and said, look, you know, we've got this million ounces equivalent, it's great you know, and we're going to go and find another, or here we just found another 300,000 ounce. We've just moved it up to 1.3. You know, if you didn't like one, you're probably not going to like 1.3. But now I can go to investors and say, look, we've just extended the mine life or, or here's a here's a drill plan to add ounces. This is what it's going to cost. And this is what it's going to do to the NPV. How's that look like for a return on capital? You know, you've got a very compelling opportunity to talk to. So it's really about... So it's, a, it's a sensible de-risking approach and, and you're not spending capital on things that don't work and it's also telling you what's important what moves the needle and how to add value in a quantifiable way and it's a bit really been it's really allowing us to valorize the upside that we you know we truly believe exists on the property
1: right okay but you you've also got to be you know good custodians of the cash that you've got and spend money efficiently um, too uh, you know and, and I appreciate the kind of picture that you're trying to build for the purposes of going out to market and raising capital when you need to. So, where are you today, and you know what's the timing on any kind of future capital raises to kind of advance us through? Because you're right, one million answers is like okay. You know, you're saying, well, okay, it, it, it is okay, but it, we've given you a sense of what the economics could be at a million. Now, give us the money to go and find another million. That, that's a good conversation, but how? What's the sort of time frame there? What's the the way that you will choose to spend your current money and raise money going into the future, given the economic climate?
0: Yeah, sure. So, look, we've got about three million dollars cash today. So, uh, you know, we have cash, and and we've we've reduced the burn because we've kind of come to the end of the PEA. And and absolutely, like exercising discipline in this market is, you know, is is an important thing. But at the same time. You know, continuing to to build on the story and, and keep your capital markets um, opportunity alive. You know, they are all important things as well. And so, you know, what we're trying to develop here is a strategy that 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 is bang for buck in terms of exploration and 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 um, you know, the ability to you know what really moves the needle for the project. And 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 certainly we're not turning around saying we're going to go and do a, like one thing I haven't said. And if you actually read the things that we've said and listen to what I say is you know, we haven't announced we're doing a PFS. Now, this is not the market to be going out and drilling out this project. It's not the right allocation of capital in our view. And so, um, you know, we think there's an opportunity expiration rise to add, to add to add to it and and you know to do that meaningfully, we probably need to raise capital, but we're in no rush at the same time. Um, so it's really about focusing on where we can, add, you know, the biggest bang for buck, where we can add value for the least amount of capital is really the sensible approach, I think, in this market.
1: Okay, well, let's dip into that. Okay, so no, no PF announced. Um, I think that makes sense because you know, I think companies are coming out to market with with these economic studies, and the market's going. I kind of don't care. It's risk scarf. But bang for buck for you is exploration. So if we drill down into that, pardon the pun, um, do you know where you're going to spend your money? You know, and what sort of drilling, and you know how many meters? I mean, because uh, when you are sort of kind of down this end of the kind of where the cash is at the moment, you've got to be, like I say, we keep saying, it, you've got to be cautious, you've got to be efficient. But you're also got to say, I want to advance this company while others are kind of you know fearful to tread or fearful to actually do anything or hunkering down. I want to advance this thing because I think that's the right thing to do. I mean, what's the kind of thought process, and more specifically, what are you going to be aiming at?
0: Yeah, so we've got exploration ongoing at the moment. We've done a big we, we announced that we were doing it, a big um, geochemical soil sampling a till uh, till sampling program. Um, to you know, we've got this area in the middle of the property that's never seen a drill hole. It's eight, there's eight kilometers between where we found the rayer plot deposits, which go into the PEA. The original discovery on the property over at Rompers for people who've got long memories, six meters at 617 grams a ton. You know that's still the best hole that's ever been drilled in Finland. It's the same gold event that's flowed through there, and um, and there's still a lot of the property, well most of the property, you know, 90% probably has never seen a drill hole, and so. We're working up targets in new areas that we haven't been um, to generate new opportunities, and that's low-cost exploration work. Starting with the geochemical sampling, we can move to base of till drill, base of till drilling to um, to, to to you know develop targets without you know blowing your brains out during drilling. Um, so we know. So so that's one part of the exploration. It's you know how do you where's the the potential for a big bang moment to double triple find a Rupert. Um, that kind of optionality, given the size of our property and and the the lack of exploration, and this is in 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 the Nordics. It's you know the people that follow it really understand this, but it's good to remind. Like it's all covered by a thin layer of glacial till. You don't have outcrops, but you know, and so that makes life a bit hard sometimes. And and the longer you explore there and you develop your techniques, and and so the incumbents have a have a you know. A, have an advantage I suppose people that have been exploring there they understand the ground and, and can open it up a little bit easier but the scale of the opportunity that lies beneath the till is is what is what really can get investors excited and, and 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 Rupert is a good example of that they came out of the blocks with you know within 18 months with 4 million ounces and that opportunity is there in Finland it just doesn't stick out of the ground um, so it you know the opportunity is huge so so that's on the that's on the the, the the bigger picture how do you you know multiples of of Raya plot how do you find those we've got the other part of the, what I call the meat and potatoes exploration upside which is you know we've got these deposits that go into the rare plot um, project they're all open down dip you know the deepest hole that is in south Palocis, um, which is the biggest is the biggest body in the in the project five uh, 31 meters at five grams a ton gold equivalent and that's that's completely, you know, that's the deepest hole that's in in the resource and it's it's unfollowed up, so it's wide open. So demon being able to demonstrate the system extends at depth. Um, you know, that's deeper drilling and, you know, it's like, like that hole's five hundred and fifty meters downhole. So it's forty five meters deep. So it's not four hundred and fifty meters deep. So it's not deep, deep in terms of debt, but they're longer holes and, and that's a higher cost exploration program. And it's really about getting the timing right for something like that. And yeah, like you said, it's just exercising discipline and moving the project forward at the right point with the right capital.
1: Okay, so there's a lot of companies at your kind of, your kind of stage, your sort of evolution, um, you know, e- even with your sort of um, resource there you've got to try and stand out. And we as investors need to kind of decipher what is being said on a like-for-like basis. So apart from timing and apart from luck, um what are the things which are going to help your company kind of want stand out from that big crowd um and actually come through this cycle come out the other 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 side Cause people are fearful of small projects because they could be marginal in some way shape or form they may be cash constrained in some way shape or form and there may be massive dilution ahead so what are the things that you are in control of that you know can I guess make investors feel a little bit more comfortable that you'll be coming out the other side and perhaps are worthy of investment now.
0: Well, look, I think we've 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 focused on the things that we can control, and 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 that's what everyone will tell you they'll do in a market like this. And and how do we demonstrate the value of our assets? We started by spinning out Southern Cross. We had great projects that were being ignored, not valued, um, not fully appreciated. So we spun those out, raised new capital into a market that will um, will reward us for the exploration that's been done doing being done down there. And Mawson retained 60% of that. It's a company that's fully funded. It's, it's, it's shooting the lights out. They've got amazing results. Uh, and our share of that, you know, we put $6 million into that company, uh, groomed up those, those projects, listed them, and now our share, our 60% is worth $30 million. And you can look at the price on the screen, and that's the value of our state. So, you know, we've shone a light on the value in Southern Cross, which was being lost in Lawson before. So that's one thing that we've done and, and, and is a good example of, you know, how do you just rearrange the deck chairs a little bit and make, make more of what you've got? That's, and then the PEA was the other big thing that we did. You know, we, Ray Plot is a great project and we believed that. And, and when you looked at the valuation, you, on any metric that you could pick, the value wasn't, you know, we were not seeing value for that, but we were lost in a sea of resource valuation multiples. And the problem with dollars per ounce or, or valuations like that is that there's no filter on quality. And so it's just ounces, you know, big, low grade, big, ugly, low grade things, super high grade things, and and you're all in the same group. Whereas moving to a PEA type stage, MPV, you're forced to take into account quality cost uh, and consider those things. And, and and you're able to actually demonstrate what the asset is is really worth potentially worth and um and and all of a sudden we've ended up you know with Rayaplot. and it's like hey guys you know two hundred and eleven million dollars uh, npv you know Canadian that's three hundred dollars that's a dollar a share. Now you, you can't measure it as directly as like as that. But if you want to then talk about what is the discount, you know, we're trading at a deep, deep discount. Even if even if Mawson was on the only thing that Rayaplot, even if Raya was the only thing that Mawson owned, Mawson would be cheap. We'd be trading at 0.15 times PNAF, which is cheap. If you like averages, you'd make money playing that average and if you believe in mean reversion. Now, you strip out Southern Cross, our share in Southern Cross and our our cash, we are trading basically free, 0.02x PNAF. So this is a theoretical but sort of a theoretical, it's actually also a practical argument. If you like Averages and you like return, you know, reversion to mean, you know, these companies, PEA stage probably should be trading around 0.3x PNAV if you look over a long period of time. We're trading at 0.03 X PNAV. So technically we don't even need to find anything more. And and when this market sorts itself out, you you know, that deep, deep, deep discount that we're seeing at the moment. You just get natural re-rate for quality projects, and I, and I think that being able to actually put economics around the project demonstrates a level of quality that a lot of companies are either unwilling or unable to go to. So we've done that, and um and you know the the the, the higher quality stories will survive, and and we're really just working hard on on articulating the value of the assets that we've got.